It's a beautiful day. Good morning. God bless you all. You're most welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet with Festus Flourish Osemuahu. Today is the ninth day of the month of February 2021. God bless you. You're most welcome. Okay, now let me let me quickly begin by expressing my gratitude to as many who took part in the questionnaire for the marriage diet. And those of you who belong to any of our WhatsApp group, you would have noticed that uh, we posted a questionnaire, um, I mean, across our platforms. And uh, we've been having responses. Honestly, the responses have been tremendous. I mean, the comments, the multi, uh, or rather, the encouragement, and um, what have you it's been wonderful it's been amazing and uh, we're so grateful to your kind compliment we are much more fired up and much more encouraged to do much more as well please just keep listening following and of course working with the principles we are sharing with us and um, please you can also check on our podcast to continue I mean, to have access to the other audios that are there. Okay, God bless you. God bless you. All right. Now, remember, we've been talking about um, the series. Today is the 28th episode. Wow. It's the longest episode so far. We're talking about this farmer called Husband. That's the, this is the longest episode we have had so far. And uh, hopefully, we're going to be um, gradually bringing it to a close. We're almost getting to the end of the um, series now. So gradually we'll just be winding down and um, icing the cake literally. Okay, this farmer called husband, we've just talked about the um, the enemies that the man needs to be mindful of. He needs to watch out for a couple of things. But today, as we gradually wind down, we're going to be talking about the husband's harvest. The husband's harvest. You know, this is going to be another subtopic as we begin to look at the reward okay uh, we can't talk about um, all that the man has to do to sow and not talk about the harvest while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest time shall never end will not come to an end and so we're going to begin to look at the reward system what kind of reward are there for the man if he gets to, I mean the husband rather, if he gets to be a good farmer, farming his bride into a wife, are there rewards? Are there things that he can look forward to, to say, okay, if I do this, this is the reward. I mean, there should be a reward system. And that's what we're going to be looking at today. Now, I, I want to read the place in Genesis chapter number two. Uh, and... Um, that is going to be verse number 18. I think that this is actually the first reward. This is actually the first reward for the husband. Genesis 2:18. Now the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. Okay, now we, we all know this scripture. All right. But we need to also understand that this is the man's reward for being a good farmer, for farming a bride, let me use that word, for grooming a bride very well. His reward is actually the fact that he will not be alone. Somebody will ask, I mean, how does that become a reward? 
I mean, it's not so valuable in terms of what one should really die for, literally, or what one should trouble his or herself. Okay, his self, because we're talking about men now. What the husband should trouble himself for, just so that he will not be alone. Ah, friends, if you understand what that statement means, you will know that it's a great reward for the man. Now, when God made that statement to Adam in the, um, during creation in Genesis, God was actually looking at the future of the man, and that statement was a pointer to what the man would need in the future. Because as at the time God spoke to Adam about the fact that it's not good for the man to be alone, we're going to make a helpmate for him, Adam never complained. I mean, Adam never really, the strength was there. It's not as if, okay, Adam was now weak, he was feeble, and so I, I, he never complained. It actually should because even after the creation, Adam didn't really carry the woman along. So at that time, it didn't really look as if Adam needed help. Because if Adam needed, Adam needed help, when the woman came on board, immediately, I mean, the next day, the woman, the man would have dragged her along, and both of them would be on that voyage, literally, or that transit, or that journey, always going to name animals and come back. The woman was not there with him. Because Adam must have left her behind. That was actually why the serpent was able to find space. I mean, he came into the vacuum and he filled it up. So Adam was not actually, in, in the real sense, looking for a helper at that time. But the God that said, it's not good for the man to be alone, saw the future of Adam. That this man would need a helper much more the kind of helper that will keep him company and help him deal with being alone. See, one of the biggest challenge men often face is to be alone, especially in the evening of their lives. So friends, when God was making that statement, he was actually speaking into the evening of um, Adam's life. So if you permit me to use the word, that word was actually a prophecy. Yeah, maybe you understand it in that context. It's not good for the man to be alone. It was a prophecy. It was not about that immediate time. Because God knew this man would need a woman. Oh, friends, let me break it down. Let me break it down in a way you will understand it. Men easily get carried away with their masculinity and their physical strength. They share strength and the energy to do work. And of course, that's where they often get carried away. And uh, with this tag of, oh, the woman is a weaker vessel, she can't do anything. So they just bully their way and do all stuff. They do it and they get away with it. Sometimes they beat up their wives, they do all manner of things because they believe they have that physical strength. But a time will come, this physical strength will begin to fail him. He will no longer be as agile and active as he used to be. Then there's always what we call the evening of a man's life. Oh, friends, how miserable it can be. How miserable the man often finds it to be when he's alone in the evening of his life. It's not good for the man to be alone in the evening of his life. He's always very miserable. If what I'm saying is not true, I mean, if you think I'm lying, you take a statistic, just look around. Look at men at age 70 
at age 80. Look at how miserable they are. Look at how miserable they are. If they did well early enough, that is the age, the time they also enjoy it. If those men did not do well early enough, taking care of their wife and the children, that is when they also suffer it. And we have a lot of men who are always very miserable. At age 70, they're already gone. At age 80, they're already working with stick. At age 80, they're already abandoned. You know what? The children will send for their mother. The earlier age, the man will have a way of pummeling the woman, beating up the woman, maltreating her. And all of this will happen. The children will be taking notes because their mother is actually the field for the children. It's like a template for the children. It's like the notice board for the children. It's like a garden for the children. You know, the woman is a garden in all its totality. The man puts things there. He plants fruit in the garden of a woman for himself. The whatever he also plants there is also for the children. The children will be looking. One day they'll become empowered, like somebody will argue, and it's not the same man, the same father, who will take care of these children, empower them, take them to school. Tomorrow they will not abandon. See, let me tell you, there is no point for sentiment. It's not just about sending children to school. It's about building them. To the children, it's actually their right, not a privilege, because you brought them forth. It's their right to education, for instance is their right to the kind of life the parents can give to them okay there's always that survival instinct that's why i mean even when children are not taken care of by their parents some of them will still survive somehow they will survive but we're not talking about now we're talking about the evening when that time comes you will see the children would have looked at somehow i mean look at their life all through together how their mother stood by them it has nothing to even do with, yes, I know there are some women that used to blacklist their husbands before their children. If that is the case and the woman is doing it intentionally and she's doing it wrongly, there's a way the children will correct it later. Children, they will correct it. They say, mommy, no, it's wrong. And you have always been troubling our father. Before you know what's going on, they will rally around him and they will correct it. But if the man had actually dealt with their mother, there's a way the children will rally around him uh, and, and, and help her that tomorrow. Sometimes it's always be at the expense of the man. Yeah. When the man is sick at that time, it's easier for the children to send money and say, please take daddy to the hospital, to the nearest hospital. Don't worry, we'll just pay anything. But let their mother be sick. They will drive down, they'll come and pick her up. They will take, I mean, if the children are in overseas and abroad, they will come and pick their mother. They will take them there and give them the best medical services there can be. Why? Because somehow, just somehow, this woman has labored for these children. That soft spot is just there for this woman. The children will have a way of just making so much sacrifice just to attend to their mother. Because they will remember the way their father used to maltreat this woman. And they're like, no, 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 no. Mama must enjoy at least. Let's make sure we stand up for her. But if the woman was taken care of by their father, you will see. I mean, it's even the woman that will say, please, don't say for me. Leave me. I'm okay with my husband. No, please, check it out. Some of you, you understand what I'm talking about. The children, the one who sent for their mother to come abroad, they said, no, no, please, please, just leave me. I'm okay with your father. Let just get hospital for me here. Or if you ask me to come over, please make arrangement for your father to come to. 
if at all they succeed in carrying her out of her matrimonial home, sometimes she might not stay there for a month. She'll be eager to return back to the husband because that is actually when the husband needs company. You need to understand this because at that age, it's always a miserable experience for the man. When he doesn't have company anymore, a man that used to have so much strength to, you know, pull down everywhere and everybody, all of a sudden, he has lost the loyalty of the children because at the time he really dealt with his children and dealt well, it's not even about children, okay? Yeah, the father can control, but about their mother, maltreated their mother. And then the children will now see it as a way of, you know, helping the woman. I wish men will understand this. It's a natural thing. Yes, as much as we condemn it, yes, children should understand that no matter what has happened, take care of your parents. In the evening of your life, take care of both of them. But we can't really help it. I mean, it just becomes a natural thing. They will tend to be closer to their mother. And that affinity will be there. Some person will say, hey, it's natural now. Children always tend to be, no, it's not true. It doesn't follow. When a man takes care of his family, much more the wife, they, there is a way the children will always connect with that man tomorrow. They will even love their father much more because of the example he showed to them. The example of being a good father and a good husband. Somehow, it's even their mother, the wife of this man that would even engineer the children to love the father and, and be very close to the father. It becomes a circle. I want you to understand that God is a God of order. It's not good for this man to be alone. He was talking about the evening of the man's life. So you know you are young, you are still agile, 40, 50, you think, oh, don't worry. Throw the stones of abuse against the woman. One day you will repeat it too. <laughs> Something, you know, young men at age 40, 50, they never often think they will become age 70. They don't. And that is when all of this will make meaning. Say, if I had known, I think I would have actually taken care of this woman. The children are taking note, friends. Somehow, this thing is going to come back and hit you. Do what is right. Your reward is going to be the fact that you will not be alone. If you take care of your wife, you take care of your children, when it's time to pay their school fees, pay is. Don't abandon them for the children of a mistress outside. Pay their school fees. Take care of them. Be there for them. Be there as a father to attend to your children. When they have questions to ask, let it not be that you weren't there, they had to start asking uncles or they start asking people around in the church. Be that father that the children will have around to ask fatherly questions from, let me use that word, or questions when such young boys are becoming men. Be that man that will be there for your children. And most importantly, be that man that will be there for your wife. As you take care of your wife, so your children will also give it back to you. It's not curse. It's just a simple, you know, work of nature. Let me put it that way. Somehow, somehow, it's just a simple work of nature. But one thing I will frown at is the fact that when you have women who will deliberately, they are the ones that have gotten themselves messed up. They have some very funny character and attitude. They will just deliberately be engineering the children. Oh, your father is a bad man. Oh, this is... Oh. See, as men, don't even look at the direction. If she's doing that wrongfully, God will have a way of vindicating you. Yeah. 
when that time comes, your children will stand right and they will correct their mother. They will put things right. God will have a way of vindicating you. But if she's doing it, she's trying to talk to the children just really because you have been maltreating them. It will also come back, uh, maltreating their mother. It will also come back to you. So please, our wives, let's desist from it if you are doing that. Because it is the honor of the man to be taken care of in the evening of his life. He's always miserable. You know, women, they strive on relationship. They easily will talk. That's why when a woman has an issue, she will easily go for counseling. But for the man, it's a difficult thing. Because it's always a difficult thing to counsel a man. And even at that age, 60, 70, most men don't want to go for counseling. And so that's why when they have issues bothering them, it's easier for them to, you know, they'll just lock it up within themselves. And then, of course, they'll be trying to fight it here and there. At that time, they realize that the children, they are now grown up. I mean, you can't really shout on them anymore. If you do, they will say, oh, they're not coming to see daddy and all that. You see, that's why often a time men die of hypertension easily, high blood pressure. Because women will express themselves. They will cry. They will talk to their children. Oh, your father has done this again. They will even talk to their mates. But men don't talk. But that is actually when you will need your wife. That's when you will need the friendship of your wife. The woman that will be by you. When God said it's not good for the man to be alone, God knows that that is when the wife will be by you. You will communicate. You will talk. You will relate. The children will come. Ah, mommy, come and spend some time. They say, no, 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 no. I, I can't leave your daddy alone, though. At that time, the man will still insist. Oh, it's my wife. I want to eat her food, though. Or if it's about a couple that actually had a very wonderful sexual life. At that age, you still sit there. They will still be, you know, slugging it out. I know what I'm talking about. We had a news about a couple who, you know, um, at that age, older age, maybe 70 going to 80, himself and the wife, they will come to see the doctor and um, they will do their checkup, you know, the, all the children they are living overseas, they will do their checkup and they will tell the doctor, please, can you get us that thing, you know? What I actually talking about, they're asking for a vaginal lubricant, all right? At that age. So the doctor, uh, okay, I think I actually, I just remember now where I got this information from. I read it all from the Facebook. The doctor said later he, he started thinking as a young man, at this age, for them to still be doing this and they are still so connected, it means they, they, they had this bond. It, it was a lifestyle for both of them. He said at that age, he started thinking, it's better to start early to take care of one's wife and live together because the time will come all this energy of the man will no longer be there you can't shout on your children anymore you can't do ah i'm a man here don't you know i'm the man and it will no longer be there and the doctor said he learned a major lesson because there was no day they came to the hospital that any one of them will come alone they were always together and they kept on asking. He said they asked for the loop, the vaginal lubricant, and um, the next appointment was supposed to be in the, the, by the next month. So by the next month when they came, they were going back and they said, um, Doctor, can we have one? And he was like, okay, I think that was even what got his attention. Like, ah, but Baba, we just gave you one last week. He said, no, no, no. My wife and I, we are traveling out of the country to Canada, so we need to hold one. Wow. At that age, friends, as you lay your bed, so you lie on it. It's always very important. 
to the man to have company at that time. You know what often happened? You know, because he, he raised up the family very well by taking care of the mother of his children. When that time comes, you will notice those children, the grandchildren, they will flock around the grandpa. Granddad, they will come around. Granddad will be so excited to see his grandchildren and sometimes his great-grandchildren. They will flock around. They will easily want to come. They will feel so excited. Oh, I want to go and see granddad because the same attitude of taking care of the mother is there. But if not, it is at that age the woman unconsciously will want to wiggle herself out of all the pains of her life and then she want to get her fruitful life back. Most of the time, she will always be with the grandchildren and the children, and the man will be, you know, kept at home with a, a housemaid. I wish wise men would understand this. Take the correctioner and do the right thing. Take care of your wife so that your reward will really truly be that in the evening of your life, you will not be alone. But I want to establish one thing here this morning, and that's the fact that, you know, not being alone, it's, it's a major reward for the husband. And God in his infinite wisdom has done it that way, so that at, at that evening of a man's life, he has the company of the children, everybody comes around him, he is happy, because men can easily die of high blood pressure. So at that time, he's happy and he's joyful. Why not? That is when he will really enjoy the joy of his life. So it's, it's a reward and every husband must work for it. And the best way to work for it, to earn it, is now. Sow the seed now. Take care of your wife so that you can earn that reward of, you know, company, you know, in the later time of your life. God bless you. I hope you have learned from this. I hope our husbands and men have learned from this. Wise men for that matter. I hope they have learned from this. God bless you. God bless you. You know, when you see the teeth of an old woman, you will never believe that that old woman once sucked breast as a child. But we all keep growing. One day we will grow. And all these things I have just said now will make meaning to you then. But I pray it will make meaning to you positively. But time that you will say then, thank God that I did what was right that today I'm enjoying it. That will be your portion in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you. Wow. If you've been blessed today, share this audio with your friends to amen and let them learn from this. And in case you want to connect with us, our WhatsApp number is plus 234 810712614. Please connect with us and we will get back to you. God bless you. Let, let's do this again tomorrow. Let's talk about another reward tomorrow. God willing and God helping us. Until then, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. God bless you. Shalom. Have a great day. Bye.